0: It's yes, hello and welcome to In The Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. Round 17, some fantastic games this weekend. My name is Jay Clark and we are joined, as always, by the magnificent Steve Johnson, kicked 500 goals at two clubs. Hello to you, Stevie, but I want to get to this man because it's a big hello, not to Nathan Brown, but Josh Jenkins this weekend. How are you, Josh? I'm good, boys. Brownie's
1: taken a snow holiday in yeah. footy season. Yeah. Imagine being on that type of deal, but well, uh, I'm
0: glad to fill in. He's the first one to pot us. Like, if you ever have a few days off or a weekend off, he criticizes us, doesn't he, Uh, Stevie? How could you take time off uh, in the footy season? But up there he goes, up on the slopes. It's quite extraordinary. Hey, um, welcome to you. 296 goals across 149 games at three clubs. Essendon, Adelaide, and of course, Geelong. Two games in two years at the Cats. Mm. 149. Did you not just <laughs> Couldn't sit, get to the 150? Can you sit him down and just say, Scotty, any danger of just one more to get to the 150? Is there no room for sentiment? Well,
1: <laughs> no, I, evidently not. I asked to be the sub a few times, but uh, Scotty's not about that. But is not the most. You've had all the uh, milestones, Stevie. 150 is meaningless, isn't it?
2: Uh, yeah. I was sort of chase, chase, <laughs> chasing the 300, Josh. Not the, not the 150. Is I that, don't even think I... Uh, there you go. Did you,
0: you have, did you guys ever right. cross paths you played against each other?
2: Uh, we were at other ends of the ground. Right. Josh uh, often down deep in the goal squares where mm-hmm. he kicked a lot of his goals with the, the old Joe Gooses. <laughs> and uh, I was down the other end. But he did have a chance encounter with one of my teammates, which I'm I'm sort of wanting you to clarify what actually happened with uh, Harry Taylor that day with the
1: piece of ham. Oh, the, the ham shake. And story. just uh, 12 seconds into the show for the Joe the Goose reference. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the over-under was 14 and a half, so congrats to the unders punters. <laughs> this is a, yeah, this is a strange one, boys, I must admit. So I flew across to Melbourne for a funeral, yeah. uh, went to a buffet and uh, had the ham. No one else at the table had the ham. I had the ham, got food poisoning. It got out, Harry got wind of it, went and had a sandwich before the game, decided to pick up a little bit of ham, a little yeah. bit of deli leg ham, mm-hmm. um, slightly smoked, or mm-hmm. smoked by the end of the game when it was <laughs> in his sock. And then he beat me on the night, which happened most of the time we crossed paths, right. and we shook hands, and, and I sort of brought my hand back and there was a little bit of ham in there. Yeah, what did you say to him in that moment? I was, I was, well as you would be, I was completely speechless.
2: <laughs> yeah. He does some strange things, Harry, but that was
1: yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. We, we drove out to training together, as in a coaching role yeah. together last year and he sort of apologised for the whole situation. Mate, right. you don't have to apologise, I yeah. just could explain it, yeah.
0: apart from that all good. Did you say why? There's the premiership photo, so you're a big part of it. The two premiership coaches there. But did you ever say, mate, well, why on earth did you do that? Or was he just really. trying to
1: put no. you off? Or Buried the hatchet, yeah.
0: Well, he gave it to me at the end of the
1: game, so I didn't put me yeah, off. No. But, um, I mean, Stevie, who knows? Who yeah. knows what Harry Taylor's thinking at the
0: best of times? He is an unusual uh, man, Josh, but it is fantastic to have you here this weekend, of course, filling in for Brownie. And it is time for Are You Sure? <laughs> Bye. This is where we straighten up, Josh, and I want to uh, kick it off with you first. Andrew Gaff, his future is interesting at West Coast. Could he be traded? I'll ask you, are you sure Victorian clubs should go after the hard-running wingman Andrew Gaff?
1: No, I'm not sure. 12 months ago, I was very sure you should, but, um, yeah. yeah, he looks one of the West Coast players who was most at sea. He's
0: getting having games where he's getting 12 touches, so, mm. no, I'm not sure at all. I would agree with that. What about uh, you, Stevie J? Are you sure Don Pike deserves another chance as senior coach? He obviously coached, Josh at Adelaide's been mentioned in the Richmond discussion. Are you sure, Pike, is a good chance? I think he
2: deserves to be in the conversation because he's obviously, he coached a, a high-level coach, Adelaide, to a, to a grand final. Mm. Uh, they went down on that day. But um, one guy that's not getting enough recognition, I mm. think, who um, plays a major role at Sydney Swans is Dean Cox. Mm. And I think he is the one. He's the next young coach coming through the ranks that should be
0: spoken more about. A wild card, we haven't heard yep. his name. Josh, are you sure Josh Kelly, fantastic for GWS and win over Melbourne, is in the best form of his career?
1: Well, I think... I'm not sure he is, because I think he's been in great form across the most part of his career. Just one of those guys we take for granted yeah. a little bit, and we see the left and right, and sometimes we, we, we he's a victim of his own high benchmark, so I'm not sure, because I think he's been in sparkling form for the most part of his
0: career. He flies under the radar up north, there's no doubt about that. Stevie, are you sure St Kilda will play finals? Massive game this weekend.
2: Yeah, well I think they will, because they've got, on their run home, they've got uh, the Suns, Hawthorne, and North Melbourne, Ooh. so those three games should uh, help them qualify for the top eight, but it'll be interesting to see how far they can actually go. Love the young
0: talent that, that they've got on their list. Ross doing a great job. Hey, uh, JJ, are you sure Stuart Dew is safe up at Gold Coast? <laughs> Massive story that blew up this week.
1: Yeah, no, I'm anything but sure that he's safe. In <laughs> fact, I'm almost sure of the uh, of the opposite. Unfortunately, because mm-hmm. um, he seems like a, a great guy, he wears his heart on his sleeve. Yep. But, no, I
0: um, results will dictate that. Pressure building. Mark Evans did not guarantee his future at all. Hey, uh, Stevie, um, are you sure Port and Collingwood should keep tricks up their sleeve when they come up against each other in round 19? If they're the likely grand finalists, should they yeah. show, show each other everything, or do you hold things back?
2: Well, it'll be interesting to see where they're at um, at round. What is it? 19. 19. So um, they still might be competing for a top two spot or you know, maybe a top four spot. But if they're both genuinely a game clear and going to finish one and two, mm-hmm. potentially throw, throw uh, some different things at the opposition just
1: to see how they cope with it.
0: JJ, are you sure Geelong should enter the race for North Melbourne's Ben Mackay? Do they need some key defensive no, reinforcement?
1: No, I don't think so. No, I'm not sure about that. You've got De-, De Koning, Radicale yep. jumped out of the ground. Whether he stays or not, who knows? Jack Henry's tall. Tom Stewart can play tall. So, um, there's one more down there who, who, who slips my Blitzars. Uh, mind, Blitzars yep. can go back there. So there's a heap of guys who can go back there and he probably don't, won't come cheap
0: either. Now that's should be interesting to see if Vissarva stays. And lastly with you, Stevie, are you sure Adam Chera is the new number one midfielder at Carlton? His past few weeks have been absolutely exceptional.
2: Yeah, and, and uh, that's saying something really big because they've got uh, Cripps and Walsh, they're the two big names there, but Chera is probably the most damaging midfielder they have there uh, right at the moment. He breaks breaks lines, and he Mm. kicks goals, which is uh, important for a
0: midfielder, as we know. Showing some polish into that uh, Carlton forward line. That has been Are You Sure? Yes, we know Stevie's doing some magnificent things, coaching the Yarrawonga Pigeons, uh, Stevie. But, you know, Josh is still having a kick locally as well. Josh, you're still, are you still playing for? And how many snags are you kicking? Uh, the mighty Sea Lake Tigers, mm-hmm. uh, inaccuracies
1: cursing me, though. I kicked six <laughs> goals, nine the other day. So, oh. um, yeah, And not many were from far out either, so I've got a bit of work That's, to yeah, do. 15 kicks. Okay, have you left the 50-metre arc? No, oh, God, no. I don't
0: even need a shower after the game kick to him in the goal screen. Magnificent uh, Joshy. Hey, speaking of magnificent, this game's going to be huge. Bulldogs versus Collingwood. Bulldogs knocked off Fremantle last week, been a lot better form, but they come in against the red-hot Collingwood. uh, Stevie, Jake, can they notch an upset? Luke Beveridge's men.
2: Well, I wouldn't be tipping against Collingwood because we know what they've been doing and they deserve to go into every game as favourites, but the Dogs, their best is capable of beating the best as well, but we're just not sure uh, which team's going to show up on the day. So they're going to have to bring that elite pressure. That's what will keep them in the game through that midfield part of the ground last week they had 89 tackles which was the most for their season so they'll need to bring that against Collingwood who with their ball movement are going to be hard to stop
1: and further to that they've got a bit of split personality the dogs Don't as Stevie said some weeks they can bring great tackle pressure other weeks it feels like the midfield sort of comfortable enough just You have 28, I'll have 28, you have 27. Why is that? I don't know. Well, I guess it's easy. I've never been in that position to get that many. But (laughs) I guess it is easy to fall back into those habits, Stevie, of just, I've got the footy in my hands, I feel good, thinking less about what is happening for the team.
2: Mm. Yeah, and I think this is a big test for them because this will put them right on the cusp of the yep. of the top four. So, um, otherwise, there's no point turning up unless you want to actually invest and want to be a premiership team every year you turn up. So, big uh, matchup will be Hugo Hagen v Darcy Moore. Um, I love that they're targeting him inside 50 a lot more this season. Uh, they've got the confidence to kick it to him on the lead. He can mark it in the air. It's not just uh, let's get it into Norton and hopefully he takes a contested mark.
0: So why isn't that tomorrow break a breakthrough? A year outstanding past month, so good last weekend. Why is that working for Norton? Don't know. I mean, the pessimist would say, sort of. Not checked
1: out, but playing like a man, assessing his options. But Confident? Oh, you reckon he could? Yeah, West Coast, he, of course. He, yeah. he should be, like, he, he's going to get a Nathan Murphy or maybe a Frampton or someone. Like, he should be, you mm. should be thinking that that could be mm. the difference in the game for mm-hmm. them, but it's just not quite happening for him. Mm. He, he he seems a bit like a one trick pony this year, Stevie. Uh, unless he marks it in the air, yeah. he's got no other way
0: of, of getting the footy. And set shot hasn't been that accurate with his mm. goal. last in Collingwood's handball game. If you go into the game, have a look at the Magpies' hands because we've seen Western Bulldogs with the handball club, Richmond in previous years. Colin would look like their use of hands is best in the competition.
2: Yeah, I reckon it is. And I've watched them live uh, on quite a few occasions this season. They get their numbers back and support their defence. But the way they move the ball with their hands is always forward, then lateral, forward, then lateral. And against a team that wants to press up, and a lot of teams will press up when a team gets into a handball chain. Mm. Um, if they get it wrong against the Pies... Um, they just cut through you and score and that's why they're so dangerous and they always give that first give. It doesn't matter if Nick Dacos has a player 20 centimetres behind him. Yes. They'll back him to get rid of it and dispose it to the next guy and that's very hard to defend and as I said if you get it wrong
0: it's a game of inches um, they are the best team at punishing you. A lot of faith in that young man who has uh, so sharp with his disposal hand or foot right JJ coming up next you have a big in my opinion looking forward to that and Stevie J is going to have a look at the Saints in coach's office that's coming up next on in the back pocket. Yes, thanks for joining us on In the Back Pocket. Proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. Josh Jenkins He's going to take it away on In My Opinion.
1: All right, In My Opinion. Now, I was a bit nervy about this one, but I've got a part, 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 part part-time role in the coaching department. So I see what the coaches go through on a daily basis. And it's been very topical at the moment, boys, with Mm -hmm. Stuart Jew and some of the merry-go-rounds, Ken Hinckley and what it looks like. I'm wondering whether the coaches' association, not necessarily the strongest association no. in the world, I think it's safe to say. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I've missed something. Um, <laughs> I think that that could be a more rigid framework around senior coaches and assistant coaches and the maybe forcing them to have less ability just to turn over a coach for the sake of appeasing fans or people in the background. So you see clubs, you know, Patrick Cripps never played in the final. Has had countless coaches. We've seen yep. uh, other clubs just churn through senior coaches, mm-hmm. thinking that would be the answer. Mm. Maybe over a decade. Now it's I'm new into the idea, but maybe yep. over a decade you can't have more than three senior coaches to encourage some stability because the clubs it's that accountability? have the clubs that have been stable, Geelong over a long period of time. Yep. Uh, significant success and sustained success, and yep. Richmond yep. almost pulled the trigger on Damien Hardwick, yep. kept him three premierships.
0: Well, does there need to be more accountability at board level? Because that's where that's where I mean, you ask football clubs about it, it's like, well, the boards can get jumpy, and like when the pressure comes, you know, that's where um, you know the decisions are basically made. But if from as a counter opinion here, Josh, I look at I look at this year and I see Essendon, the really brave decision that they made, and nothing against Ben Rutten, but Brad Scott, I mean, has done an incredible job. Ross Lyon, the improvement in St Kilda, has been significant. So um, yes, it is really difficult to turn over a coach and sack a coach, and we've seen a lot of that. Gold, uh, Gold Coast are pressure at the moment, but St Kilda and Essendon, having made those decisions Mm. to move on those contracted Um, coaches, have really benefited.
2: Very hard to get that opinion over the line with a journalist that writes articles on (laughs) sacking coaches and that's the best. (laughs) Lots of clicks on those articles, (laughs) so you're never going to get that one across the line with a young journalist there at the Herald Sun. Well, what do
0: you think about Gold Coast at the moment with Stuart Jew? Is the pressure on him, is it? Is the, is the discussion and storyline, the narrative around him, fair at the moment or not? I mean, it has been there for a long time, and I don't know, are they progressing or not?
1: It's fair, and the win-loss record's poor, Stevie, but, I mean, you move him on, you're back to square one again. How many times do you want to mm. go back to square one? It's not like, say, St Kilda, Brett Ratton gets him to square three, you might go back to square two, but you're still moving forward, whereas... With Gold Coast, it feels like he goes, start again. We've been yeah. here before. Mm-hmm. I feel like
2: his players are invested at that footy club. And I think where the uh, improvement will come is when they've got those players that they've probably brought through three or four years ago, um, when they've yeah, the g- got between 75 and 100 games experience. I yeah. think they're probably all sitting around 50 yeah. to 75. Rowell Anderson. 75 to 100. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Rao and Anderson, probably the two most notable. King. Um, that's when we'll see them really start to progress to top eight teams. that's
1: the point I want to make, lastly, about the coaches. We give players 75, 80, 100 games. That's Mm -hmm. four years, five years, Mm -hmm. right? Why don't coaches Mm -hmm.
0: get the same? Fair point, Josh. I do like it Gold Coast will continue to be a massive story, particularly with Damien Hardwick lurking in the background. He is a Premiership coach and highly rated. This has been Josh Jenkins, um, in my opinion. And now a massive game tonight, obviously, Stevie Melbourne versus uh, St Kilda. He's gonna take us in the coach's office.
2: Yes, it's time to have a closer look at St Kilda. Uh, Clearly, everyone expects them to play finals this year. They've got a pretty good run home, um, and they've done so well to get to where they are right at the moment. If we just have a closer look at this graphic here, compared to last year, it's the same win-loss record, but I think what's been most pleasing from a St Kilda fan's point of view is that they've done this with a lot of injuries and a lot of young players coming through. So, um, that's why everyone's been so uh, up in uh, air with, uh, with Ross and what he's been able to do. You look at the young core group of players coming through. This is one of the most impressive young lists of footballers uh, that any list has in the competition. And that's not mentioning some of the senior players they have around A Marshall, Wilkie, Steele, Sinclair and Crouch, all under the age of 29. And I look at this list here, some of the forwards that they've got coming through. And this is an area where I still see massive improvement for them going forward. Filippo, Caminiti, Owens and Max King. They could be superstars of the competition. So you just wait until they've played. As I said, with the Suns, between 75 and 100 games, Ross Lyon has a, got has got a team here that could take them to multiple premiership success. Ooh, what do you
1: think, Josh? I like it. Yeah, I mean, they 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 spoke openly, didn't they, about needing to bring in some more A-grade talent. That's what they didn't have. Phillip, who looks like an yep. A-grade talent. Caminiti looks talented. Maybe he can get there. Mm-hmm. Max King is We're clear not. and obvious yep. A-grade talent. So they've been able to find three or four. So I like where they're headed. Yep. Ross's um, game plan looks like it's evolved. He looks like he's trusting his assistants a bit
0: more as well. Yes, and very uh, defensively minded. I think they need more pace and power in that engine room. It's a one-paced midfield. So I think that's where it's going to be uh, something they'll look to top at in coming trade periods and drafts. This has been Stevie J's In The coach's office. <laughs> Yeah, the stakes high for both of these clubs. St Kilda versus Melbourne. Massive game at Marvel Stadium. Stevie, the wheels are really starting to wobble on the Demons, aren't they? We know they've won two out of their last six. Simon Goodwin will be desperate for his men to be back in form.
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, they they dominated that game against the Giants on the weekend. 73 inside 50s to 46 and didn't win the game. So that's clearly the biggest thing for the Demons to improve is that front half connection. Yep. Um, I feel like their forward line still has a lot of upside. If they learn to watch maybe a couple of the best teams in the competition, go and, go and study what Collingwood's doing ahead of the footy. Go and study what the what the best conversion rate teams are doing and work out where, where your areas for improvement are and they can still gradually um, become one of the, the premiership
1: favourites going forward. That's clearly where their issues are. They've got a powerful midfield. They're still really stable and, and, and strong behind the ball, well-structured. but. They just, on your worst day, you want forwards who can kick two or three, even Mm. if you've only touched the ball seven times. And that's what Bailey Fritch Mm. was and is. Mm. But he's gone, broken foot. So you know, Ben Brown's been a player who might only have nine or ten touches, but he could kick three. Yeah. Is he still that player?
0: Not sure. He's played a lot of AFL footy. Yeah. On, on talent alone, you look at this midfield matchup, and it's a bit of a mismatch, isn't it? Like, oh, I think St Kilda's, you know, as you just touched on before, Stevie. I think they're a bit one-paced in the middle, the engine room for St Kilda, where Melbourne's brimming with talent. I know Oliver's mm. got his injury issues, but surely, like you mentioned before, they have 30 more inside 50s and the Giants and can't score. Surely they get enough supply out of the engine room in yeah, this Yeah, I part. think
2: Melbourne will die through the middle of the ground. Yep. Uh, I think the, the Saints guys have been slightly under their best, like Jack Steele's probably not having the best season for them. Yeah, work But yep. I think what Ross Lyon will want to do is he'll want to get numbers back into his defence, again, clog up the numbers, make it hard for Melbourne to score and then try and work it back through the other way. They, they do have some quality ball users, St Kilda, like see, you get the hands, uh, the ball in the hands of someone like Sinclair, he can take those kicks through the middle of the ground and Miller, give him some really good looks going forward with the young forward line that um, has a lot Lot of improvement left in them as well.
1: And Sinclair's the one I think they identified the fact that we're a bit one pace we're a bit same same around the footy. Mm. He's not necessarily a like a burst guy but as Steve you said he can take those in between kicks the ones that yep. Crouch and Steele and yep. Jones and those guys don't have in the repertoire and yep. uh, Wanganui Miller is the one who can do the same so they're starting to
0: find a bit of difference in that midfield Slick track. by foot wonder whether Zach Jones will come in he's got a bit of pace and power and also Jack Billings has been working away in the VFL they will be 2-8 Right, right. Coming up next, uh, we're gonna have a look at the rising star and a wild card contender on In The Back Pocket. <laughs> yes, welcome back to In The Back Pocket. Proudly brought to you by Sportsbet. Now, our, our man Josh Jenkins, he's been on absolute fire and he's got a big name Australian basketballer in his crosshairs on Who Needs Malcolm. Particularly with a pathetic
1: effort from Pittman in Ruck. But who's gonna have to live with that? Now, I've been a bit scared about this because I've spent mm-hmm. some time in Adelaide. I know a bit about Malcolm Blight. He doesn't miss when he wants to aim up at you. But I'm aiming up at Ben Simmons. I Ooh. want to. I want to cheer for this man. Yes. He's an Australian. He's a two-time NBA All-Star. But he needed to go and join the Boomers in camp. Even if your back's... Cooked. <laughs> You're on 200 million. Bring your own medical team. Mm. Just be there. Be just part of it. Aesthetically, just be a part of the team because that's what he doesn't seem to be, Stevie. He's a one-man band. Is he good enough yeah. though? Like I yeah, the yes. only question.
2: Yeah, that's a really question. at the moment, yes. is he definitely? Yeah, yeah. Like I know he's a uh, two-time All Star, yeah. but that's probably going back four or five years. It right? is.
1: I think back dependent. Yeah. And I do believe him that he's got a really bad back, mm. but. I just wanted to see him in camp. Just mm. that first olive uh, branch. Well,
2: i tell you what. I, I went off him when he decided he wasn't going to be in it last time. So I, I'm, I haven't even extended the olive mm-hmm. branch out to him now. He's, he's, he's done for me. He had an opportunity to play for Australia,
0: what was it, in the last yep. Olympic Games yep. and he decided he didn't yep. want to come. He's never been in camp. He's not better than Josh Giddey. Josh Giddey take the point though, right, for the Birmingham, yeah, yeah, Simmons can
1: play center in, 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 for Australia. We don't have a lot yeah. of big guys. So just... Join us, Ben, that's all we ask. I couldn't
0: agree more with you, Josh. That has been Who Needs a Malcolm? Particularly with a
1: pathetic effort from Pittman in Ruck. But he's going to have to live with that.
0: Now the rising star race are always a hot debate, and I've been big on Mitch Owens, who has been Mm. coming with a bullet, doing some great work in that St Kilda forward line. as a young goal kicker and contested ball winner, but you've got someone else who you like, Josh. I haven't heard
1: this is a real wild card. Yeah, well I reckon Stevie will be with me here a little bit, because he's a tall forward. His name is Jai Amos. Mm -hmm. Some call him Amis. Mm -hmm. But he's a very good player. And he he's, doesn't a miss. He but. has. So he opened up. He never misses. He opened up $18 at the start of the year. At round yeah. eight, at round eight, yes. Jay, and yep. Steve, he yep. was 100 to 1. No. He's been on fire since. He's now $7, fourth favourite. You can see that there. He's kicked 29 goals from 14 games mm-hmm. in a forward line that you'd want no part of being in. Mm. He's accurate. And he is effective when they target him. He's only the third most targeted Fremantle forward. So get the young man the ball. He weighs 86 kilos over two goals a game as a 19-year-old boys. That is some good
2: Yeah, they're very good numbers for a young key forward coming through. The argument will be whether it's judged on who has had the best year or who the actual rising star is, who's going to be The superstar of the competition in the Mm -hmm. next over the next eight or ten years. I think it's judged on your performances and consistency throughout the year. The year. Yep. Um who and oh look I, I love it. If I wasn't heavily invested in one of the players <laughs> at the top of the market there from the start of the season, yes. I'd be right behind him.
0: <laughs> Can you put that aside for a sec? Nah. Who is caught who is was who do you think is the front runner at this stage? Oh I think Ashcroft, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. and then uh, probably Amiss. <laughs> he, couldn't the <laughs> he couldn't put it to the side. He
1: uh, couldn't put it to the side. But Jesse Hogan, twenty fifteen, kicked yes. forty four goals, won it. Yep. He's on target to go north of that. Good point. So he's got to be right. He's got to be right there. And I'm
0: not invested. Yes, uh, you're very good, uh Joshua. Absolutely on fire. Right now it's time. I've always got a couple of curly questions in Stevie Yay or Stevie Nay. Right, I on first, uh Stevie. Can I ask you, is Zach Toohey the best player to play AFL from Ireland? Uh, I'll say no, Jay, only because the great
2: Jim Steins, mm. who was a Brownlow medalist um, and an inspiring figure yep. in uh, in the AFL. Um, I have ahead of him, Ty Canelli, another very good one. But Zach a uh, very good defender, played on him quite a few times and you know, a very hard man to play on, and he's putting together a very good CV. Ripping fella.
1: Good uh, moustache as well. Uh, Stevie, yeah. the Ds have the most upside heading into the finals. Yay or yes. no?
2: Yep. If they can fix their front half woes um, and start to develop a bit of more of an understanding of how a forward line should look, uh, look like, um, they can compete. They get the inside 50s. They've got a terrific midfield with Oliver coming back in. They have the biggest upside and I still think they're a premiership threat.
0: Defensively still very strong. Clayton Oliver, as you mentioned, come back in. What a wild card he could be in the last month. Um, we're running home to finals. Right, Stevie, Collingwood should start talks with Toby Green. Whoa. Well, that's some left field. Whoa. What's happening yeah, I, there? I
2: reckon they should. Look, I think Toby's getting towards his late 20s, and if the Giants don't look like they're going to compete for a flag, he should come to Victoria, play for the biggest club in the competition and be the most well-known AFL footballer in the country. Mm. Um, I think he could play in front of big crowds, he could earn Potentially three, four hundred thousand dollars off the field. Mm-hmm. Put the loyalty aside now. Come to a big club that's on the rise that could win a couple of flags and finish your career on the right note.
0: You're considering a future in management, Bernie? Yeah. Or are you well, handling uh, six percent,
2: eight percent? Ooh, that'd be nice. Wouldn't it?
0: <laughs> uh, what about um, this, Stevie J? I want to ask you: um, Could you eat sixty-two hot dogs in, <laughs> in ten minutes? I know you're good on the with the dumplings. Uh, sixty-two hot dogs in ten minutes? Could you yeah! do it?
2: No. no that's that's unbelievable and that's crazy that these these uh people are able to, to do this i mean sixty two hot dogs yeah. I could probably get through three or four if I was having a crack. I'm actually a slow eater, I love my food, but 62 hot dogs in, what, five minutes? He doesn't look well there. No, what he doesn't doesn't look well at all. What, what happens so, the week following that,
0: like? <laughs> l- let me tell you, that's American Joey Chestnut claimed his 16th Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, eating 62 hot dogs in 10 minutes. That is absolutely revolting. Our own Aussie James Webb came in third, wearing uh, a sports bet hat there, of course. He ate 47 hot dogs, came second. Now, can you see um, the protester <laughs> there? Now, there's our man, like Johnny though tackling the protester, still munching down the hot dogs and continued on with his business there.
1: Barely missed a bite. <laughs> and the protester was wearing Sam DeConing's face mask. The face no, mask. He sent yeah,
0: it yeah. Over, over to the protester. I wish I could multitask like that um, at home. So, Stevie, a uh, fair to say, only a couple of hot dogs for you. Have you ever had a cricket that uh,
1: just? No, would... I might try the little mini ones. You yes. get through 62 of those little mini ones. Frank um, Stevie. Yep. Wangaratta will be set alight this weekend. <laughs> yes!
2: <laughs> it's on. Yes, it's your birthday,
0: Stevie. Oh, the 40th bash. Yeah.
2: Uh, there'll oh, be... Chop- oh, there'll be...
0: Step. Big budget. Happy birthday. Where's well, the sponge cake? <laughs> yeah,
2: well, big budget. There'll be the- choppers flying in from <laughs> Melbourne, from Geelong, <laughs> down from Sydney, landing yes. in the paddocks just next door and... Yes. Uh, uh, sorry to the neighbours in advance.
0: Mm, we've got the $6 Coles cake in there to celebrate. <laughs> I'll uh, probably
2: still have a crack at it.
0: <laughs> um, who, which of your premiership teammates do you think will be um, in line for best on ground? Uh, Shannon Burns? Burn,
2: Burns, he's got to do the running for Geelong the next day. Oh, that's gonna tri- uh, I'm not tri- sure tri- if the him. big Ottens is coming, because he'd be a big chance. It'll he hasn't confirmed yet. Um, mm. Maybe... Um, there's a bloke named Billy Smets that's making his way up the highway, which is a bit of a worry. My wife's worried when she hears Billy Smets is coming. <laughs> and Billy Brownless,
0: so I think. Billy we'll Brownless be in... will be there and he'll be in rare form, I reckon. sure price. Right, that has been Stevie A or Stevie Nay. There's two of the biggest improvers this season have certainly been Essendon and Adelaide and they collide on Sunday, 3.20 Marvel Stadium. Stevie, what do you think, Essendon? If they can win this, I almost think it just about uh, puts them in prime position to make finals but it's going to be tough against a much improved Adelaide side. Yeah,
2: I think this would solidify their spot in the finals race in the top eight, uh, but I'm still not dead set on them being a a team that contends Mm. and win a a final Um, they've got to win games like these against Adelaide though so i have loved what they've been able to do their contested possessions, a real strength of theirs I'm a little bit worried about their Mm. defence against the best teams and this will be a huge test because Adelaide has one of the most uh, dynamic forward lines in the Mm. competition Tex Walker's on fire Uh, the Smalls in Rochelle and Rankin so uh, they go inside and score uh, at the best Efficiency in the competition, so that'll be the test for the bombers.
1: A lot of capital in that forward line for Adelaide, isn't it? You know, Dilthorpe pick two, Rankin was a pick three or four, but give up a lot to get him. Rochelle, top ten pick, Fogarty pick twelve. So. It'd want to be good, and it is good. It's mm. diverse. I think that's the good thing about their forward line. They're, they're all different, you mm. know. A couple of them can take a high mark. Pedler adds a fair bit in the aerial space as well. So I like what they're doing in the front half Adelaide. You, and they, they, they might they might be a year
0: away, but they're not far away. Are you a believer, gentlemen? I mean, did you see this coming, Josh? I didn't see him playing finals this year. It's been quite a rise on the Matty Knicks.
1: Yeah, well, they talk tough in the pre-season, and I was just like you. I sort of thought, well, maybe just mm. call the yeah. Jets. But sometimes you know better about yourself than everyone else and they've probably been proven right to this point but mm. this is a big game they need to go on the road Stevie and yeah. get a scalp
2: Yeah that's the, one, that's the one question mark on the Crows I think if you're if you're looking at them playing at home you yeah. just about tip them Yep. Every single week. Mm. Um, but it's when they go away, this is where you sort of think, uh, let's let's see where they're actually at, uh,
0: at. This is a barometer test for them. Finally, for Essendon fans looking at the key forward structure, Peter Wright's been a bit quiet. Sammy Wiedemann, you know, is he cutting it at the level? Well, this key forward structure, are they, the, are they the two? Like, they'd love to get them into some form.
1: Yeah, Wiedemann, no goals in his past five games, yeah. I think. So mm. I don't know how long you can... Yeah. Keep getting a game. Yeah, they, it, that,
0: who else have they got?
1: Yeah. yeah, Brad Scott spoke highly of him in the in the in the front half of the season. Peter Wright, I think he'll get better as the season goes on, but they need to find some goals from different avenues. Nick Martin's been a goal mm. a game guy. They need sort of five or six goals a week from the midfield.
2: Yeah, that's right. Um, Peter Wright, I think he's just had a couple of lean weeks or one one lean week. Uh, he's a very good player, so I expect him still to be their number one target inside fifty
0: and get better as the season goes on. Back from that shoulder, he missed the yeah. first half of the year of that. So certainly we understand right now, the $100 uh, challenge from last week, uh, Stevie. Let's see how you went. Of course, uh, it was, well, many, well how many oh, legs? No. 54 legs no, in there. Don't worry,
2: Josh, this has happened to me about, I don't know, that must be about <laughs> the seventh time this season that one leg's killed me. Toddy Marshall's um, let And Brownie, he missed the two legs. Yeah. Uh, Brownie not here this week, so his kitty uh, will stay at 200 so I've got to come up with the same game multi this week what do you got to try and put me in front so yeah. uh, let's have thinking? a look it goes over two pages here we've got right. Tom Papley mm-hmm. uh, to kick a goal Jack Rewalt to kick a goal the lizard to get 15 plus he loves the kick outs uh, we've got uh, who else do we have there Kochan for Cotchen
1: fifteen, yeah, fifteen
2: plus Bolton Martin Hopper to get twenty plus, and Gordon always gets twenty plus, so that will
1: return four dollars twenty. Very good. Mm-hmm. What about you, Josh? Well, I'm keeping things a little more simple than yeah. that. Uh, my man Jai Amos, yeah, he never misses Stevie. Hundred <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wish we could have got the hundred to one, but we've missed it. So yep. seven bucks, we'll take that. Ah, uh, very good, Stevie. What about our man Josh Jenkins?
0: Yeah, think Brownie
2: bet. should. you uh, might have to st- stay up the snow for a little <laughs> bit longer.
0: <laughs> You've been outstanding, thanks, Josh. Boys. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us on In the Back Pocket, proudly brought to you by SportsBear. We'll see you next week.
1: You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website.